Nice. This is good. This is good. Yes. <laughs> we are live, I believe. Yes. Nice. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. It is about eight, seven, eight minutes till the top of the hour when the real, real show starts. But, you know, I like to start early with you guys. And um, early is actually late. <laughs> well, guess what? I have, I want to talk about like the attack on whites, but I'm going to talk about that at the show show. So for now, let's talk about this coronavirus thing. Skip McBurney. Sorry, Skip, I just doxed you. I don't like using the whole name, even though, even though he has it in his live chat, in his live chat profile. But he said that almost everyone he knows is laid off. And I've heard a lot about this. I've heard that Something like 6.6 .6 million jobless claims in addition to like 4 point something million. So like 10 million people out of a job right now with all this stuff. It's crazy. Um, that's why, well, guess what? I'm going to be talking to um, Richard Spencer later this afternoon. Did you know that? Cool, huh? I mean, that's what the schedule is. I'll have to see if I can get some help. If not, I'll have to do it from my computer. But maybe I can uh, get some help to do it from the studio so it's, it comes comes off nicer. But um, maybe somebody can just set me up and let me go. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the conservative response to coronavirus. And I don't know if I'm going to be talking about how conservatives have re been responding or how I would be responding if I think I have a... If I think I'm a conservative. But it's... Nuts what they're doing right now. I, I'm leery of, of course, the liberals shutting down all these businesses. And I heard from a friend of mine that they're even shutting down like hiking trails, beaches. I heard that surfers down in way over in Malibu, not far from here, kind of far, but in Malibu were, what were they doing? They were just surfing. And then they got cited for like a thousand dollars. This is just hearsay. This is just what I heard. You can go and confirm it yourself. But what? And somebody going on a kayak or a canoe, probably a canoe, right? Because canoeing is another good exercise. And so some guy canoeing got fined or cited or stopped. What? How are you going to spread a virus by going out a canoe all by yourself? Isn't that pretty much, that's like the definition of social distancing. <laughs> or the perfect example, the epitome. You guys canoe out here. <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, and I saw this. Meanwhile, I see stuff on Twitter. I see like all kinds of conflicting information. Some people say, oh, the hospitals are so underwhelmed right now. Well, which hospitals? I don't know. But I haven't heard that hospitals are slammed. Some of them say they're slammed. And then some people dispute that they're slammed. So I don't know what the truth is. And here's from Vox. From way back in the end of January. A month, more than a month after this coronavirus started, we started hearing about it. Because we started hearing about it in December. And I think it might have started in November. Or maybe even earlier. But Vox is a far-left outlet. They push the racism thing. They fall for socialism. 
they're male feminists and things like that. But they, they like to tweet out informative articles, too. And share informative articles and write them. Well, they're very biased themselves. Well, they, they said this. They tweeted this out. Uh, January 31st, 2020, 101 p.m. What is this hashtag coronavirus? It's part of a family of viruses that attack the respiratory system. Should I travel during the outbreak? The CDC and the State Department advise avoiding travel to China for now. Is it going to be a deadly pandemic? No. Wow, that's what they said. And then they tweeted out this article, Nine Questions About the COVID-19 Coronavirus Pandemic Answered. But it is, it sounds like, well, now they're saying that it's a deadly pandemic. And it has killed a lot of people. I don't know if it's killed enough people to say that, I don't know. You just don't know because the flu, and people say something such is just the flu. Nothing is just the flu. Even the flu isn't just the flu. Because the flu is very deadly. Somebody tweeted out, I was, you know, I follow different people on Telegram. And this one guy on Telegram whom I follow is a funny guy by the name of, um, yeah, the regular flu leaves lung damage too, according to Nick. But I'm I'm reading stuff from 2018. January 2018, flu patients leave Texas hospitals strapped. Flu stops the nation. This is from CNN. That was from the Texas Tribune. CNN headline from 2018, January. Flu stomps the nation, overwhelming ERs and leaving 20 children dead. Los Angeles Times in 2018. Times in 2018. Flu death toll rises in California. And that's why they're pushing the flu shot on everybody, right? Or this is the pretense anyways. National Health Service. Overwhelming, overwhelmed in Britain, according to New York Times, leaving patients to wait. That's in 2018. Britain is kind of socialist, right? A little bit. Time magazine, hospitals overwhelmed by flu. Patients are treating them in tents. January 2018. Hard-hitting flu, dwindling local supply of antiviral medications, overwhelming physicians. January 2018. And uh, all kinds of stuff. Hospitaling, hospitals adding tents. Flu vaccine less than 20% of vec- if effective against H3N2 strain, <laughs> according to CBS 2018. And some of these are from April of 2018 because we're in April now, right? So the flu should be kind of waning. But April 2018, life and limb, our annual flu emergency shows the fragility of the Medical system, according to Daily Yonder, which I hadn't heard of before. High schooler in Thousand Oaks dies of the flu, February 2018, according to CBS LA, Los Angeles. So, these immigrants say they've been jammed into overcrowded, so-called tents, whatever. (laughs) Just a mess. Kind of eye-opening headlines. I mean, that just shows you that even the flu is not just the flu. And... I think it gives a little bit of credence to what Jason Lee Peterson has been saying about the illegal aliens disease, diseases. We've been allowing people in so-called undocumented. Well, they are quite well documented, actually. Many of them. Or fraudulently documented, we should say. <laughs> Maybe we should be calling fraudulently documented immigrants. <laughs> I'm sorry. But... Um, 
there's another one. There's another one that I wanted to show you guys. Do I have it? Oh, man. Some crazy things going on. But hold on. Because, oh, I was listening to, I think I mentioned to you guys, I was listening to Asmodor's show, and he shared this um, article, a poll, basically, that showed that overwhelming majorities across the political spectrum of Americans, Republicans, Democrats, independents, would like to close the border with Mexico right now <laughs> during, this, during this crisis. And um, Asmodor made the point that it's a non-racist reason to close the border. And that just kind of leads into what I want to talk about today. This phony idea of racism, and, and it's so ridiculous. Like, whites aren't even concerned with race, most of them. <laughs> and yet, the, the ways that they fall into concern for it, most of them, let's say, is the false idea of not wanting to look racist. And then some other whites are falling into the idea of identifying with their race, too. Over, like, too much, right? Too much. So, with that, let's go ahead and get started with the show. I have an interesting clip for you. Check this. If you're just now tuning in, don't worry, I didn't start the intro yet. I was just shooting the breeze with the people about this coronavirus thing. And what Jesse Lee Peterson called the illegal aliens disease. All right, guys, let's get started. The important thing is here is that we have societal hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a, is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters, too. You know, I put, I, I, and I could, we can name a thousand, you know, Rosa Parks, Ronald Reagan. These, all of these people embody certain attributes that the American people think this is good. I'm going to be talking about how to deal with the hatred against white people by Christianity or by separation or a mixture or something. I don't know. Also, what's up with Dan Crenshaw? Some say he's a rhino and seem to despise him. I'm going to talk about that too. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. So, what's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is Sunday, April 5th, 2020, and I am doing one hour today. Sorry, guys. No two-hour show yet. All right? No two-hour show yet. But welcome. Shout out to dlive.tv slash The Hake Report, the people watching on there, and youtube.com slash The Hake Report, everybody watching there. You can call in 888 775 Three seven seven three, and also I'm on I'm on uh, Twitch. I'm on Mixer. <laughs> I'm on Facebook and um, Periscope. Just too many platforms. Maybe I don't know what to do about it. I think I'm just gonna leave it alone. Dang, that's an awful intro song. <laughs> Says Black Salad. Hey, Black Salad, nice to see you, man. 
I love my intro song. This is the original. On Sundays, I play the original by A.J. Gallardo. Anthony Joseph Gallardo. He's my friend from uh, high school and uh, before, a little before high school and all that stuff. What's up, Luke, on Facebook? So, I'm going to get right to calls, but I do want to talk about what you just heard, which was, which was Dan Crenshaw... I'll keep on wanting to call him Lieutenant Dan Crenshaw. I think that's from that movie, Forrest Gump. Is that Lieutenant Dan? But anyways, Dan Crenshaw is a state representative, no, a representative in the U.S. Congress on behalf of part of Texas. And some people were excited about him when he first got in because he debunked this overreaction to President Trump, talking about, oh, he wants to... Some of the SJWs who also got into Congress, Democrats, of course, females, in, many, in most cases. Some of them were... One guy was a black male. We're talking about, oh, he's going to erase transgender people. Erase? <laughs> no. Tr- Trump didn't want uh, the transgender people serving in the military because it makes the military weaker. So he said, oh, I'm not going to do it. But then now there's, it's all vague. Well, Dan Crenshaw was like, what's the big deal? Trump is trying to do what's right. And yet Dan Crenshaw was also kind of wishy-washy on President Trump's strength and not lack of political correctness because it, it seems to be that Dan Crenshaw is much more politically correct, which means incorrect, than Trump is. So, I'm going to talk about that. Um, and some say, I, th- I say personally that he is a bit of a rhino. But, I mean, he, maybe he can be whipped into shape. Because we have some serious rhinos in, in uh, Congress and the Senate. Lindsey Graham, he was made to function... Um, by President Trump to a, a certain extent, right? He even makes the Democrats function. He even makes the media um, hurt themselves and help him. <laughs> so that's, what, that's one good thing that, a, that a, a real person and a man can do. One man, President Trump. Even before he was president, he was just... just... Having the people do his bidding <laughs> is cool. Anyways, let me get to some calls, and then we will um, get into this Dan Crenshaw thing. And also, I got, a qu- I got a call from a man named Donning Armor at the end of my Friday show, asking, because he heard me say that race, it matters in this life, but in reality, it doesn't really matter and um, that it's a spiritual issue like people need to become become actual real Christians again because right now we have a fake Christianity problem and this attack on whites and all that stuff and attack on men and um, the men are just weak and Jesse Lee Peterson has made the point that we could get a Republican in office and build businesses back up and 
um, keep whites the majority and all that, but if they men aren't rebuilt, then it's over. And that's so true. So these physical solutions are not um, the real solution. Um, so he asked, what's more likely? He asked me a question. What is more likely to get whites together in a country and be peaceful and have the races separated or to get most or all of the world to become Christians and not just Christians, but Jesse's type of Christians <laughs> as in like the real kind. Um, and it was an interesting question. So I'm going to deal with that if I have time. But first I have to get to, I think it's my second favorite caller. Well, it's Substitute Earl out of Michigan. Substitute Earl, good to hear from you. Hey, uh, hola, hola, uh, on his beard, uh, <laughs> baby Hitler. Uh, <laughs> Buenos dias. Uh, yes, uh, I wanted to see if, uh, if you was going to run like uh, your boss does every time I get him hemmed up. I have a question for you uh, uh, oh, you're talking uh, about you're accusing Jesse of running every time he has a question. Yeah, yeah, your arrogant boss, uh, <laughs> Jesse, uh, the fool. Uh, the fool. I told. I asked him. Yeah, I asked him if uh, if judgment was how is judgment hate if uh, the courthouse judge uh, judges every day, but he has no hate in it. Wow. He ran. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question, Substitute Earl. Why, yeah, go ahead. why do you always say buenos dias? Are you, are you acting like uh, the Mexicans are going to take over the country? Uh, no, it's because I'm not a uh, baby Hitler like you. I'm not racist, and uh, I'm not a little punk like you. you Whoa. Punk. Whoa. You, you're... And, uh, <laughs> but wait a minute, you're baby and, uh, Farrakhan. Uh, no, no, not at all. And uh, to Joel, um... Oh, you know want to he, talk to uh, Joel, too? He, yeah, he, he put me in his little, uh, rap song. Uh, oh. I got a clap back for him. Is that true? He said that, uh, yeah, he said Earl is like a squirrel, and that I'm going nuts. Oh, you heard it. Uh, wow. Yeah, but, uh, I would like to say that, uh, Joel is like a snail, and I think he's just his puppet. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. That's a good one, Substitute Earl. Well, yeah. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. Substitute Earl. Great call. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad that you yeah, caught no that. Problem. Yeah. Good to hear from you, yeah, man. No problem. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye, Paul. Adios. Baby Hitler. Adios. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> it threw me off, too, because I was expecting a little bit higher pitched of a voice. <laughs> Very interesting. Did you guys hear my call my calls on Friday with Real Earl and Maze and T? Wow. It's good. Um let me get to Jace. I hope I'm pronouncing that right out of Texas. First time caller. Jace, is that how I pronounce it? Yeah, bud, you got it. Hey. Jace. Good to hear from you. Hey man, uh, it's good to talk to you. I've been trying to get through. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to drag this out. Um, I just wanted to let you know that uh, 
you know, I think you're doing really well. You're, you've really come into your own. And, uh, man, uh, I appreciate your good vibes, you know, in, in this hard time during this, uh, I, I don't even know what to call it, uh, crisis, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, no, man, um, I really appreciate you, and I, I hope you, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Thank you, man. It's good to hear from you, Jace. Appreciate that. Yeah, sure thing. You be blessed, and uh, all you guys be blessed over there, and uh, y'all take care. Cool. By the way, do you catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to check it out. Um, uh, usually, like, in the middle of the day over here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we start at 11, which is about one year time, central time, if you're in central time. Most of Texas is. So, cool. Yeah, you hadn't you hadn't really caught it before? No, uh yeah, I checked it out, Bond. You know, I, okay. You yeah. Know, I'm, a, I'm a fan of you guys. Right on. How'd you find the show? Um Well, I, I first uh I first discovered JOP uh on YouTube uh, during uh, uh whenever um the 2016 election was still going on. Uh there was this uh, bit about um uh, these, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, I don't want to call them a couple, but, you know, like a team. Right. And, uh, I remember Jesse was just, uh, he was just running circles around them and, uh, he wasn't even being like, uh, derogatory or anything. He was just asking basic questions. Right. And, um, these people, uh, I mean, they were playing ball, but I guess their manager, <laughs> um, sort of like flipped out on it. Uh, because they were, uh, they were like exposing, uh, you know, how ignorant they kind of were on everything. Yeah. Or, or at least the things they were talking about. And, uh, you know, all, all you guys, all they were doing was having a conversation. Yep. And, uh, for some reason, you know, it, it just, they couldn't even, they weren't even allowed to do that. So, yeah. I've been checking it out ever since, uh, the, uh, the one with, um, and I forget her name. Uh, the one, the the woman that was, uh, I guess, Kanye West's uh, girlfriend, Amber. Uh, Amber Rose. Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. She was. You know, oh, I and, forgot you about know, that. I, I've just been keeping up with it ever since. You know, it's yeah. Usually, um, you know, it's usually entertaining, but you know, also educational. And then, uh, of course, I found you through uh, through him, and uh, I've been, you know, I've been keeping up um, when I was working. Uh, you know, uh, it was hard to kind of catch you guys in the morning because, you know, this is prime time work time right. for us over here. So, uh, yep. But now that I got a little bit of time off, I've been uh, checking you out. You know, checking out Bond, uh, and I think that you guys are doing a, a really good, positive thing for not just the country, but you know, just for uh, you know humanity in general in a universal sense. Yeah. So now, how I, are you? I wasn't, what what was that? Uh, what? Yeah, I wasn't trying to ramble on. Um, no, you're fine. I was just curious. You know, I, and how are you handling this coronavirus thing? Are you laid off of work, or are you just on temporary breaking, or what's going on? Yeah, at the moment, uh, I'm laid off until uh, the end of April. Yeah, my wife is still working from home. Yeah. Um. So we we got that going, you know. Uh, you know, we're still doing pretty good, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I understand that, uh, 
there are people that are a lot less fortunate than we are. So I, I can only imagine what some people are going through right now. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're able to get by, but, you know, like I said, you know, we, we've been kind of working at, you know, me and my wife have been married already over seven years. So we, we've been working on our own empire for some time now, but like some of the new guys, you know, I guess the zoomers, the younger millennials, you know, they don't quite, uh, have it all figured out yet or a plan. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel for those guys, uh, you know, as, as well as like the people that are, um, susceptible to, you know, uh, getting the disease, you know, it's, it's, right. uh, you know, it's definitely, uh, I mean, it almost, it's kind of weird how everything shifted, you know, uh, everything was, uh, the way it usually is. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I feel like I stepped into a different, you know, uh, like parallel dimension or something, you know, I just, yeah, I really don't recognize like, you know, I guess this reality, you know, as, uh, as it's been, you know, it feels like a completely different life right now. And, uh, yeah, it does. Uh, just, uh, and I don't, I'm no, not even um, sure it's, it's a real great, reality. Yeah. I think that there's an overreaction going on or, a, you know, a, a, a misguided reaction going on, let's say, to, well, to this thing. Well, I'll tell you thing. one thing, Hake, uh, it's a hell of an overreaction or misreaction. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it's just, uh, it's, um, it's unreal to me. Yeah. But it's, sur it's surreal at the same time, you know, it's just. It doesn't make sense, but you know, and, and it's it seems very unsure and yeah, slightly chaotic. You know, there's just that you you don't know where the next day is going to lead to. You know, and um, I, I think they're, you know, may, maybe that's done uh, purposefully. Maybe it's not. You know, there's a lot of speculation. Right. And thank uh, God that president okay. that President Trump is there, huh? Yeah. You know. Um, I'm Could a be a lot worse. White hope, but you yeah. know, I mean, even even Trump though, uh, he, he's done a couple of things that are kind of like, whoa, I can't, you know, that's yeah. odd, you know, uh, you know, I, that's not something I would have pictured him doing. Like, I know what you mean. Just six months ago, you know, but I mean, I guess uh, desperate times call for desperate measures. I mean, I'm not sure how desperate we are, but yeah, you know, it's it definitely. Uh, how old are Definitely you? Definitely a lot of speculation going on. You know, I I can't put my finger on it, like, as a matter of fact. Right. But really, no one can right now, you know, so. Yep. Um, it's a big unknown. We just kind of. So, Jace, let me ask you, know, you uh, how old are you, if you don't mind my asking? I'm, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm 31. Okay. Wow, right on, man. Good old-fashioned Texas man, married seven years, and he's 31. That's cool. And working on your empire. Do you listen to Dave uh, Ramsey or something, too? Wait, who's that? Dave Ramsey. No, I, I, I was don't, just. Actually. Oh, cool. All right, good. I was just. I mean, good either way, right? Uh, I was just curious because you used the term "working on our empire," meaning that you've saved up money and you can handle this type of situation for the time being. Is that right? Hey, hey, hey! You know, um. I'm just trying to say, hey, um, we're we're blessed, you know. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, we we took the necessary precautions, and um, you know, we we kept the uh, we kept up with having a savings account. That's you know, good. Put money aside, not 
you know, live completely for today. You know, we had to, Common we had sense. to be reasonable. Yep. You know, and having children kind of does that to you as well. You know, you kind of... I'm getting a you, text. You I'm, I'm getting a text of a question. Um, are you getting that check from the government? Uh, I mean, to tell you the truth, um, I, I hear a lot about it. Yeah. But I, I have not heard how, how to get it or anything. Um, okay. You know, I, I was just I, curious. I'm not sure how to go about that. Um, uh, check or no check, you know, um, uh, like I said, we, we've, uh, that's good that you've been, you've been saving money to, to, you know, um, persevere right on. endure through this. It's good you to know, hear I from mean, you, uh, Jace. I'm glad that you've been able to handle that right. Take care, man. Yeah, man. I, I mean, you know, I, I understand the government's a necessary uh, evil or entity, however you right. look at it, but uh, I don't want to be 100% dependent on it, you know. Uh, of course not. I, I'm, you know, uh, we, we, we got to be self-reliant in this time. Yeah. Or just in general, really. Definitely. Take care, Jace. It's good to hear from you, man. Hey, Hank, it was great talking. Take care. All right. Patrice O'Neill Groypert gave a diamond and said, Yo! Uh, Noah's Arkansas said, Amazing! with a diamond. And That's Racist gave a diamond, Earl, go sit down. Stop obsessing over Joel. <laughs> or substitute Earl. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. Yeah, that's cool. Let me just double check the super chats and then I'll get to... Um, Dimitriov says, Day by day, guys. Right on, man. Appreciate that. That's cool. Um... Let me get to Luke out of Seattle, Washington. Luke, it's good to hear from you. What's up? Oh, man, Hank, it is a big honor to be on the show today. I, uh, I'm just telling in because of this, um, this new order that the police chief made for people to... Um, oh, in Seattle? To, yeah. To, uh, not very far. I'm, I'm in downtown Seattle. Yeah. And um, for people to call in if, if someone calls them a name. Like that's their priority is is uh, bad names. Which don't get me wrong, I'm not for people bullying or calling their people names and stuff. That's that's weak. Oh, but uh, if that's so, yeah. that should be the priority for the police. And uh, honestly, like if if you've seen that documentary, Seattle is dying. <laughs> I haven't that, that fellow that like, you have. I have not. Oh, okay. I I um I was kind of interested. At the, they were fascinated by that documentary, the coma documentary, Seattle is Dying. Okay. Are you on a speakerphone, Luke? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, come off a of speaker. Hold on, man. Hold on. Actually, I'm not on speakerphone. Hold on. Let me get, let me get Luke's phone better, because I want to be able to hear I want people to understand him. So, um, before I get to Matt... Let me just briefly explain this. Oh, man. I'm running low on time. So let me do this. Let me talk about this, how to solve the anti-white issue, right? How best to solve it. Because as I told you guys, and then I will get to you guys. I'm going to try to do this fast. Donning Armour asked me the question on Friday. Which is more likely to get whites together in a country and be peaceful? Meaning like separate the races. Bring back segregation because this integration thing, this so-called diversity, is only breeding, um, because the people are evil, it's only breeding hatred against whites and amongst one another. And actually, everybody hates everybody. 
to be honest. Blacks hate blacks and whites and Hispanics and Asians. <laughs> and um, most people hate everybody. Most people have no love, right? Um, so he says, what's the best solution? To, get, to separate the races or to get all the world to follow um, Christianity and specifically like the way that Jesse means by Christianity, the real Christianity? I think both of them are pipe dreams. You're not going to get most of the world to become real Christians. You can't even get um, most of any church, any individual church to become real Christians. Most of them are, are um, let's say, call them tr wanting what's right, but they're not living it, right? Or kind of wanting it or toying with it. So, um, but for Christians, we don't need most people to be Christians. We need, we need just a minority of Christians to become Christians, and then they're like powerful people. Look at Trump. Look at um, Jesse Lee Peterson. Look at the individual who becomes, a, who becomes a real like man. Like there's no stopping him. It doesn't, he doesn't even need a majority with him, <laughs> right? And it, it awakens other people too. And then um, you have people becoming more and more contained by the by the um by what's right rather than controlled by evil people um the and the other, another thing about this solving the anti-white issue that shouldn't be an end goal communists you'll notice that communists have the end goals right the communists have end goals and satan has end goals and then you may have a, a goal but then you you want to achieve that goal by any means necessary. That's right. That's a communist tagline. By any means necessary. Bam. Bam. B-A-M-N is a communist organization. And there's a bunch of, you know, um, wasn't even, I think even Mark, Malcolm X was a by any means necessary type of guy. I could be totally wrong about that. I'm just curious. But I might have heard something along those lines. But meanwhile, the whites... The Christians, the men, are the, what made us great or them great was they, were, they had principles, they had morals. Um, and when you have that, then God makes the end goal happen, <laughs> right? It's interesting. Where we let go of morals is where we fell off. Most of us embrace like a false morality, a self-seeking Intellectual Christianity, which is false Christianity. It's not Christianity. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joel is saying, this, that sounds insane by any means necessary. It is insane. That's how people get to justify all kinds of evil things. It's kind of like a female thinking. They come up with different, they come up with odd solutions to these so-called problems. And I called this, you know, the title of my show is How to Solve the Anti-White Problem. And that's the pr problem is the word that came to mind, right? But then I'm like catching myself because, you know, I learned from Jesse that there's no such thing as problems, right? And I think that that's a very good point because, um, because then you're not going out trying to solve this problem when the real issue is deeper than that. Um, Satan is the one, he's on the side of the communists, by the way. Satan is also with the imperfect whites and capitalists and Christians and conservatives. 
That's why we need more men to become perfect. It doesn't even have to be a majority of the men, though. Even if we get a white ethno-state, right? What good would that be without white men being men? And I know that it's, uh, it's not an either-or, right? But white men need to be men. Um, it's not an either-or. Because if people were really Christians, then they wouldn't be intimidated by the phony accusations of racism. And they wouldn't, and they wouldn't be, oh, it's racist to want the country to be major- majority white. No, it's practical. It's what r- present times are. We're still majority white. You know, 30, 40 years ago, we were even more majority white. And we also had a little bit more morals back then, maybe. Definitely weren't supporting this homosexuality and all this other madness to that extent. Speaking of female solutions, female-minded solutions, a female-minded solution is like this. We have a teen pregnancy problem. This was in the 90s, right? So, let's hand out condoms so that these people don't get pregnant. That is replacing one symptom with uh, enabling more of the symptoms. And the symptom is like sex out of wedlock, right? Even sex out of wedlock is not the problem. It is a symptom of the sin that, that runs people. So the female-minded solution is enabling and all that stuff. You know, hopefully that made sense. Um... Real men of other races, too, by the way, would love the whites and support whites. And because it's not because they're white or because whatever, because it's right. <laughs> That's why Jesse Lee Peterson is made White History Month. And by the way, just a side note, wasn't Donning Armour a liberal not too long ago? Maybe I'm confusing him with somebody else. But anyways, I, hopefully that answered your question, Donning Armour. Um, I'm going to get to a couple more calls. And I am going to open the treasure chest on DLive. I only have an hour, guys. And then I do want to deal with this Dan Crenshaw thing. (laughs) Um, I'll deal with this Dan Crenshaw thing. And then uh, maybe a little bit more stuff. But, um, you know, by the way, that guy who called in, Jace, he said, oh, thanks for being like, I don't know. He said something along the lines of like positive or something bright in these times of supposed crisis that we're in. That's like one reason that I always loved listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show back when I was a listener as opposed to even producer before I ever worked for Bond. When I first started going to Bond for the first several years, I was just attended and then listened to the radio show when I could live. And um, I noticed that no matter how evil the news was that he was reporting, he was always, like, he always has joy. That's cool. Um, and in his case, it's real. So, that's cool. Um, let me get to, let me get back to Luke. Luke, thanks for holding, man. Hope your phone is better. Hey. Hey. Hey, James. Hey, thanks again. I hope you can hear me better now. Can you hear me better? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, that that I agree with what you just said. Definitely, it uh, by any means necessary seems like really, really horrible logic. And I do the air, air quotes. It's yeah, like, and I'm not saying wanting, that's what I'm, donning armor was about, but I'm saying that that's what happens when you have a goal. Oh yeah, you start to De- definitely. I mean, when yeah. you have it, when you have it all laid out, when you have a plan, 
and, and, and have it work in so complicatedly that people are just arguing over little tiny points in the plan and they don't realize and there's so much disinformation. Yeah. So what were you saying about Seattle? Oh, yeah. But Sorry about that. Yeah, that's right. About uh, Seattle is dying, the documentary. Like, it started out seeming like, oh, they're going to address the problems with the people, you know, just doing drugs on the street. You could ride the bus and look over and there's someone shooting heroin or shooting drugs. Or, wow. You know, people... It's kind of like how the problem that SF had San Francisco when they, they, they just let off the, the mental hospitals and just let people go wherever. Yeah. And, you know, people are going to do what they're allowed to do. And I've, I've stayed on the street. I've totally camped out on the street when I was trying to get off of drugs about 20 years ago. And um, and I just remember being in a tent city, because they had tent cities then, and seeing a guy doing drugs. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to get sucked back into that. And uh, ended up camping under loading docks and stuff. But back then, it was I think it was still officially illegal to, to camp out in Seattle. <laughs> but uh, now it's just, I guess they have the term, the joke, uh, free owl. <laughs> wow. like, and uh, there's there's just, you know, tons and tons of people all over the place. But they're, they're, they're the concern, the main concern in this pandemic is the police chief, who I think was the same one that was talking after that shooting that was done by the guy who had been arrested and let out like 40 times. And he shot like a nine-year-old kid and stuff. Uh, and, um, yeah, so I started watching that Seattle is Dying documentary and thinking, oh, good, they're going to address the, the homeless problem. And they kind of they started to. They t- started to talk a bit about it. Now the, the police were basically defanged, declawed. They couldn't really do anything. And, um, and that tripped me out because I was there at the, the WTO reunion riot year, the next year. And Luke, you're down, losing me. I'm, I've lost track of what you're talking about. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, man. I, I sometimes go off on so go what's, off on, on rapid trails. I was yeah, talking to the Seattle police and and how the the police now compared to the police twenty years ago, like the strictness. But then again, what it really comes down to is there who the police are working for. And I, I went round and round and round on a rabbit trail. Sorry about that, but but basically that Seattle's dying documentary. It just ends up at the end. It's basically just a commercial for medication. Right. Oh, the wow. guy, the guys that they, the guys that they have the the um. So, Travis but you, Luke, for some reason, I'm confused because I'm looking at the what you called in about, and it says how to solve the anti-white problem. Oh, I'm sorry, I get I get distracted real bad. I think <laughs> I might have to do that ADD. Well, anyway, as far you as, have as, ADD? as far as that, I I don't even know, man. <laughs> but um. As far as that problem, I think that is a big, huge problem that a lot of people don't want to address because they just want to be like, "Oh, race doesn't real race isn't it doesn't exist," except for when they're you know when they're blaming you know blaming white people, yeah, or if they're like making excuses for a certain you know certain group over in the Middle East. <laughs> right. I appreciate but, it, Luke. Um, Good input. Hey, I, I don't want to. I don't want to keep it too long. I'm sorry for going around in circles, but no, yeah, you're no, I fine. Think it's just like basically what Jesse says and what you say. And I did definitely a big big shout out to TKR um, as definitely as I'm a big fan of his uh, cool. his stuff and, and I really liked it your interview and I really liked um uh, uh, when we had you on me at just and that was great yeah so I don't I'm I'm hopefully come calling in another time but uh, all right I think definitely just to, to live right do right and uh, you know all the stuff you guys are talking about God's good stay strong all right thank you Luke appreciate that man take hey. care. Thanks, thanks so much for, for having me. You guys take care, all right? All right. You as well. By the way, do you catch right. church? I, I I did for the first time, and I really enjoyed it. I don't know I don't know if I'm Tom and Time Out from YouTube or what. My comments are popping up. I don't know if they don't go into the chat or what. 
I've been broker. I totally would have, uh, you know, sent you guys some coin for sure. And oh, appreciate that, my, man. Yeah. Back up in uh, back up and building stuff. I'll definitely will. So. Cool. Thanks, man. Take care. Keep on, keep on spreading the truth. That's, uh, that's the most important thing right now. And I think that's the truth is the most important thing. And that's how we're going to win the truth and love. Yeah. United, you know, because divided, we're not ever going to win. Good point, man. All right. Take care. Yeah. He said he's made a good point. Like, um, when Trump started telling the truth and not backing down from it, um, which was mid 2015, can you believe it? 2015 when he announced that was almost five years ago. Wow. If come mid June, it'll be five years since he announced he's run for president and he told the truth and did not back down. Wow. What's up? Leafy's here. Leafy's here. <laughs> Leafy is here. Sorry. Um, yeah, and I remember reading a Tucker Carlson, um, uh, Tucker Carlson article. I think it was written in Politico, of all places, about President about Donald Trump before he was president um, when he was running, and he said, you know, he made a point. The truth is thrilling. People get excited about the truth, the plain truth, either either overreact to it or just it's just it feels so refreshing to hear it and that's what trump did as jesse does too by the way let me get to matt out of indiana matt it's good to hear from you man hey james how you doing doing fine how about you we're well right on <coughs> by the way well, thank you for the uh maple syrup Hey, you're welcome. That's awesome. There's, did you get the other little thing that was with it? For yes. Second hour? Yeah, All I right. did. Good, good I appreciate that, man. That's cool, too. Hey, no worries. Keep up the good work. So I've noticed that all you hear nowadays, everybody's got fear in their voice. Yeah. I mean, like the last caller, he was all that You could hear the fear. And it's like, really, guys, come on. This, this is nuts. Um, but also with this virus thing, when this opens back up again, the opportunities to make a bunch of money really fast is going to be there. So if these people are out of work and their businesses are done, they ought to be paying attention right now as to what's going to be happening when it opens up. Cause yeah. everything's changed. Nothing's going back to the way that it was. It's not going to resemble anything. Kids are out of school until August. Wow. No graduation ceremonies. Right. No prom. Um, everybody's homeschooling now, which in our case, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have ag class and weapons training. Um, but with the flu, <laughs> I noticed I was in Indianapolis today and I went past a Methodist hospital and, uh, a few other massive hospitals up in Indy and, uh, man, they're empty and Indianapolis was called out as a hot spot. Yeah. But all the hospitals are empty and, the only businesses that are closed are restaurants, really. Beauty salons, nail salons, massage parlors, sports games. See, all the Caesar circuses are closed. So everybody's freaking out over a virus and, you know, people saying cops are pulling you over and this and that. I haven't seen any cops pull anybody over. I haven't stayed home, really. Yeah. Um, but uh, on another side, um, <clears throat> you remember the predictions you were did like after the first of the year for 2020 vaguely that sounds familiar yeah 
here's your dollar collapse, bud. I didn't foresee it coming as a virus pandemic, yeah. but it's genius. It's genius because if there is a real virus, they're on top of it, supposedly. Right. Or if it's, I'm sure there's a virus, or if it's killing everybody like they say they're doing. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't appear to be. Does it? Does it to you? No. It doesn't. Okay. Doesn't hear either. <laughs> yeah. So then, where are we headed? Have you, have you thought about that, where we're headed? I mean, what's going on, really? It's hard to predict. Right. I mean, Did you hear about the naval blockade in the Gulf of Mexico and on the southern east coast of Florida? No, I didn't. In the southern states, you didn't. Trump announced that four nights ago in one of his coronavirus things. Had the Navy guy up there. Southern Command was handed the Coast Guard and some destroyers. Yeah. They called troops up. So there's actually a naval blockade, and Trump got up there and said it was for the the narcos, the cartels, the drug runners. Yeah. But if if you look at it, you know, we've been talking about this Epstein thing that kind of went away and how he's connected with all this sex trafficking. Right. And Jeffrey how the Super Bowl went all... Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just went home. <laughs> but anyway, all you... I mean, <laughs> oh, he said he's he ain't dead. Did you he say he ain't dead? dead? He just went home. He ain't dead. He went home. Come on. I don't know if he's dead or not, but, you know, come on. Really? He died in jail cell. Cameras are messed up. It's all, you know, no coincidences here. But if you look at it, (laughs) there's no child sex trafficking going on in major sports games right now. Planned Parenthood in this state is closed down, so COVID has actually saved more lives than it's taken in the last three weeks. Yeah. So. Wow. Is that true? So you got. Because elsewhere, they're making sure that people still could get abortions. But anyways. Yes, 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 they are. Uh, Governor Holcomb uh, shut down abortion as a elective surgery, I think, last week. Okay. Um, and the cops here, the, man, you don't see them. Yeah. But my, my point being is the world stopped. Everything's changed. All uh, There's a new order coming out of this. So what's it going to be? I know in Russia you can take an ounce of silver into any bank and exchange it for three rubles. Wow. I know. I know. Russia is not in the news a lot about this COVID. I mean, everybody's thinking this is about. I, mean, I heard that. On, I heard that Russia only had like two cases because they closed well, they their were, borders I, right I, away. Right. That's, what, that's the last I, I heard that. of anything from about Russia. So, so President Trump closed us off what February or was it January? Uh, it probably would have been February. I don't. I don't know. I, I want to say January, but I'm not 100 percent sure because I know the Dems got up there. Oh man, he's a racist. Oh right. no. But but the way the virus is spread and whatnot, we're like what six eight weeks out, and it's hit New York. You got a ship in harbor. You got a ship out on the coast of, off the west coast up there in L.A. where you guys are at. Yeah, all your homeless. You drive to work. You you drive. Drive's been nice. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But but where are the homeless going? I mean, where's the outbreaks? Right. I that's mean, true. The, a lot of the homeless. A lot of the homeless people went to shelters or something. Supposedly. I don't know. That's crazy. I know. I mean, it's like everybody's fearful about their jobs. Okay. And if you don't get to make your mortgage and your rent, you know, really you only have to worry about staying dry, warm, fed, and at least semi-clothed. I mean, it's not real hard to survive outside. I mean, winter is a little more difficult, but everybody (laughs) seems to just be losing their mind. And if you're not careful, your cities are going to explode. So, Interesting, man. I I appreciate it, Matt. It's just interesting. 
And here, here's another little bit of advice. I'd suggest every last one of you that can hear me right now, you probably ought to run to your local store and plant something to eat because who knows what's going to happen this winter. Could you imagine going into this in winter and not being able to get food? I mean, in California, you're a little better off. But, yeah. I mean, like where I'm at, we get snow and ice. So. Yeah. Thank you, so Matt. Saying, Appreciate it, man. Start looking ahead. Yeah. All right. Take care, James. All right. You as well. All right. Take care. Bye. Yeah, do you have six to eight weeks of um, food in your house, worth of food, like dry food, I guess? I don't. <laughs> but we should. We should have at least, you know, just have stuff that's that's not going to go bad. And um, maybe eat from it for a while, every, every so often, once a week, once a month, so that you know that it's not going bad. <laughs> what if you open it up and it's all bad, nasty? Anyways... Um, let me get to, let me get to one more call and then I'm going to cover this, I'm going to cover this Dan Crenshaw thing. Dimitri, out of Sacramento, California, first time caller. What's up, Dimitri? Hey, James, how you doing? Doing fine. How are you? Hey, good, good, good. Hey, I was just going to comment, uh, did you know that as of yesterday, the, uh, ATF and the Department of Justice system crashed with the firearms and everything? With the firearms, what say that again? Yeah, the ATF. Yeah, like, yeah did you know the uh, al- I, alcohol, tobacco, right? Firearm. Uh, basically, yesterday I went to. I bought a. I bought a. No, but what did you say friend. that they did? They crashed. Basically, they're not giving anybody their guns. What do you the mean? Oh, so they so they stopped. What do you mean by crashed? They stopped uh, giving permits they're... to buy a gun or whatever. Uh, well, well, I already, well, my situation is I already bought the gun, right, from a friend. And, you know, you got to always do that 10-day background check. Okay. Waiting. And, uh, yesterday I went in, it was like a few days later, though, um, and they said they couldn't give me, uh, my, my gun and this other gentleman behind me, we were waiting in line because he's like, the system just crashed. He's like, ATF is on the phone. Wow. Department of Justice is calling each other. They don't know what's going on. And I was like, I asked him when it's going to be back up again. He was like, I have no clue. Like, first time it happened. Wow. Yeah, made everybody leave. Right. Interesting, yeah, man. Pretty crazy. That's, I hadn't heard that. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> yeah. Probably so so you didn't, people, you know. So you bought a gun from a friend, and you had to do it in California. I think you have to do it through a gun shop. And yeah, so exactly, your friend doesn't have yeah. the gun anymore. And you don't have your gun. Yep. Only the gun shop yep. has it. Yeah, and I was like, so well, everything's I frozen. Like ten days. Interesting. Yeah, it was like it was like fifteen days because I was working. All oh, right. Didn't have time to pick it up, and uh, he was like, still like, we, we just can't. We can't do it. They they told us to. You, you know, know halt everything. Even though Trump is president, um, it doesn't mean that the executive branch is conservative. Most of the government is yeah. still run by liberals. That's why they call it the yeah, deep state. That- you can't, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't trust the, the government people to do right because they're made up of people and most people are evil. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, with that power, who knows? I, I don't yeah. know. That's crazy, man. But thanks for as long as, you know, letting yeah, me know about that. As long that. as people are going to be in the, you know, people, people aren't per- perfect. I mean, you know, there's always going to be flaws and, you know, yep. all that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, just like I you hope know. I hope you eventually get 
uh, get your no, gun. I, I got, I got several more guns. I'm not worried about it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. It was just, uh, you know, it was a deal that I couldn't, you know, uh, pass on, and he needed the money because he's getting married. Right. And I was like, whatever. Let's so do he it. got and, the money, but you didn't get your gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man. Well, right. it's good to hear from you, man. Take care. All right, James. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. You as well. Okay, hang on, guys. Let me just cover this Dan Crenshaw thing, because otherwise, um, that would be bad. I got this, and then hang on, guys. So I got this from uh, the Red Elephants. Headline, Dan Crenshaw compares Jesus to fictional characters. And it's an article by Sasha O'Connor from March 31st. And so a Catholic, a Catholic groiper named Dave Rayleigh, a groiper is those guys that um, are Catholics generally, many of them anyways, and they are dealing, they're fighting against this anti-white thing that's going on right now, and they're confronting, or they were a, m a few months ago, confronting a lot of so-called mainstream, so-called conservatives, including Dan Crenshaw, who would do speaking engagements, and including many of, um, you know, Charlie Kirk, um, that black gay guy who's with TPUSA. Charlie Kirk is in charge of TPUSA, or he started it. Young guy. Um, Rob Smith is the black gay guy who's like a representative or ambassador or whatever for TPUSA, Turning Point USA. It's supposed to be pretty conservative, but in some ways they're actually kind of rhino. And... Um, Rob Smith has a husband. A, a, he's a gay guy, black gay guy. A husband, in <laughs> Jesse's voice, right? And he bragged about, you know, trying to get don't ask, don't tell repealed. And Charlie Kirk is fine with this. He thinks it's great. He told, Charlie Kirk told um, this YouTuber who was interviewing him named Dave Rubin, a gay guy, liberal. But not totally insane, but liberal still. I th he, he said this, I think it's great that you guys can get married and adopt kids, whatever. I don't mind that. Personally, I don't support it, but whatever. That's what he said, Charlie Kirk. So I think that he, Charlie Kirk is just either like a little immature and w too blasé about giving up the moral side of this. Anyways... The Groypers are attacking these guys for that, right? Criticizing. And a lot of their criticisms are right. Um, so Dave Rayleigh is one of those guys. He confronted Rob Smith and Charlie Kirk one time. He tweeted out this video and wrote, Dan Crenshaw fooled many Christians into voting for him. And then this, this is the video. Dan Crenshaw, he's on Jocko Willink's podcast. He's a, he's a well-known Navy SEAL guy. All right, Jocko Willink. He's in his 40, late 40s. And he's on a podcast about his new book, and he's saying that we need heroes, right? So here's Dan Crenshaw talking about we need hero heroes. <laughs> the important thing is here is that we have societal hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a, is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters, too. You know, I put, I, I, I could, we can name a thousand, you know, Rosa Parks, Ronald Reagan. The, all of these people embody certain um, attributes that the American people think this is good. So, and sorry for the glitch at the end of that clip. I, I don't know how I messed that up. But, <laughs> he said, 
Why did he name Jesus as a hero? Superman is a hero. Why did he name those two together? That's odd. And then he said, real characters too, and it made Joel laugh. <laughs> it just sounded funny. And so does he think that Jesus is not a real person? I don't know. I'm, frankly, I'm more offended that he called Rosa Parks a hero. Jesse Lee Peterson explained how Rosa Parks is not a hero. But this guy's young. I think he might be younger than me. Dan Crenshaw. Somebody Google his age if you can. But um, it did sound funny, for sure. Funny as in odd. Well, it made me laugh, too, to be honest. Especially the more I hear it. But um, I never thought of Dan Crenshaw as a, as a um, Christian. I, I just never knew that he claimed to be a Christian. And I still don't know if he, that he claims to be a Christian. He's 36. I'm 38. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> I got to start exercising more. Push-ups. <laughs> I got to do a push-up. Um, but it, it's funny because he'd, he had just t- been talking about people being offended easily. And he and this guy Jocko Willink talking about they're both Navy SEALs, right? They both used to be Navy SEALs. <laughs> just swing on his blind side. <laughs> But, um, and they would find, you know, in the military, if you show that you get offended by something, oh, that is a weakness. And they will just rail on you, just offend you like crazy until you stop being offended because it's girly to be offended. And so it is kind of interesting that, you know, these Catholic groipers, although they're right in a lot of their criticisms of him, seem to be... Maybe, I don't know if they're overly offended or just nitpicking about this guy. Because um, this seems like nitpicking stuff on the part of the Grapers. A little bit. And they can much more easily criticize him on the clear stuff. He seems like a bit of a rhino. He doesn't seem like a genuine Christian just based on his, oh, I think what Trump says is offensive too. That's like more real stuff. What he may or may not believe in what he says, mm, that's fine. I watched the first 20 minutes, 20-some minutes of this video. He was of this recent interview on Jocko's podcast. That was my introduction to Jocko, too, to be honest. And Dan's hero, by the way, is his mom, his mother. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, let's cut him a little bit of slack. He, she died of cancer when he was 10. And she got cancer when he was five. And so he was inspired by her bravery or something. I guess, I guess his point was that she kept on just living. And, I mean, I guess she didn't lose her spirit or, or something is what he meant by that. That she's very tough and stuff like that. It was interesting. He um, talked about... When he lost his eye, he actually almost lost both eyes. The sight in both eyes, anyways. Anyways, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, they seem, it seems like the Groipers, where they may go wrong, I don't know. Because you got a lot of Groipers listen to my show, right? You have to know your own heart. Right, you have to know whether you're despising this these these fakes. Right, you cannot despise the fakes. Oh! At least I didn't jump this time. I'm um, training. 
<laughs> that is the treasure chest. I'm opening the treasure chest on DLive. What do you think? I don't know. I thought it was... Is it made him sound like not? It sounded funny, but yeah, Rosa Parks is not a hero. <laughs> Anyways, let me get to KT out of Washington D.C. KT, thank you for holding, man. What's up? Hey, James Take, what's going on? Can you hear me clearly? Yeah. Perfect, perfect. I just wanted to make a comment about that. This whole crisis. I put that in quotes because I think. I think this whole thing, I mean, I agree with you. This whole thing is definitely being blown out of proportion. People yeah. are, you know, I think people, more people are going to die because of fear and stress yeah. than from the actual virus. And, you know, my sister is, uh, she's a physician assistant. And she was telling me a story a couple of days ago about how people are running into their office to get prescribed anxiety pills. And, you know, they ask them the reason why. And they say they're, you know, they have this anxiety because of the news. Yeah. You know, they think they're going to get coronavirus. They'll, you know, someone will have a little sniffle and they'll run to the office to get tested. And, you know, people are just freaking out for no, absolutely no reason. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know? true. They're it's living crazy. in their imaginations, and, is what Jesse would say. I'm sorry? They're living in their imaginations, as Jesse would say. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that we're listening to this career government federal employees who have in the past lied to us. Yeah. You know, they told us no weapons in Iraq. True. There are no weapons. They told us Russia um, Russia, uh, Russia stole our election. Right. That's the lie. Yep. And how, how are we supposed to believe them and listen to them about this whole COVID whatever? Yeah. You know? How come Dr. How, what's his name, Dr. Fauci? He never talks about he never talks about the the cure rate. I think it's above eighty percent people who get it and get cured. You know, he only talks about the death. He only he only talks about the negative. And you can see Trump. And I don't think Trump. I know Trump does not take this serious because he knows it's being blown out of proportion. You can see his body language. I don't know if you watched his um, his press conferences. You can see his body bit. language, the way he talks, you know, you can see him kind of slumped over and you see him reading from his notes and it's kind of like reading, you know, he, 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 he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that energy, you know, yeah. and you can tell he, he's just not, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not part of the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. He's you know, there was a clip where that went kind of viral where he said, I wasn't involved in any models because they're making they're having these model like scientific models where they project how many people they think are going to die or whatever, right? And he's all I wasn't yeah. involved in any models, at least not that kind at least not this kind of model. <laughs> Meaning like And those models are dumb, Hake. Yeah. I I I do I do data analytics and those things are just based off speculation. Right. I can I can just get data and just put it you know, put it in my model just to make it, to make it uh, bring back something that I want to, uh, I want to, I want other people to see or something that I like. You know, people can manipulate data. Yeah, there's so a right. I don't, I don't believe in models. There and by the way, there's a right way to be careful, washing your hands, maybe putting on a mm -hmm. mask if you're around people or whatever, staying home if mm -hmm. you're sick or if you're feeling sick, and. Um, 
maybe not shaking hands <laughs> and things like right. that, where you can still function and have people going to work. Some of the stuff that they're exactly. closing down, it doesn't even remotely make sense to close down. The beaches, really? So it's Right, yeah. exactly. And I think um, when this whole thing comes down and people get back to work and everything become, becomes normal, yeah. um, I think we're all going to look back and say we overreacted. Right. You know? we're, 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 that's definitely what's going to happen, I think. That's, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah. We'll see, man. But I appreciate right. it, KT. We'll, we'll Good see. to hear from you. All right, good to hear from you. Okay. Real fast, let me read the treasure chest results, and then hopefully I can get to one or two more calls. Reed Johnson, Take Care Business Bear, Rosie Bear, Grace Face, Primal Bear. Congratulations on the chest results. That's nice. And then thank you to the top contributors, Silosopher, gifting out away a bunch of subscriptions. You can subscribe, and that's on DLive, and that's actually supporting me monthly. Thank you, man. Pyrus, oh man, Dark Side of the Bear, what? I'm gonna fix, read the rest of Pyrus's name. Pyrus777, Dark Side of the Bear, what? I gotta get with you still. I think, is she, is she streaming now? I don't know. I think she's doing like a 24-hour stream. Patrice O'Neill, Groiper, Hot Computer Smell, Noah's Arkansas, Mr. Mr. Wormwood. Hold on. <laughs> That's Racist, Army Ann, Shaggy Boy, thank you guys. And Willie Palomino says, great show, Hake. Um, cool sunglasses and, and thumbs up. Thank you, guys. Man, I appreciate you guys joining. And we'll see you in church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Let me quickly. Chris out of Kansas. Chris, what's up? Hey, James. 30 seconds, go. Doing? doing fine. Good to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, good to hear from you, too. Man, I, I, was, I was disappointed Dan Crenshaw didn't uh, mention... Mentioned me, yeah, in, uh, as a hero. <laughs> uh, Rosa Rosa Parks sat in the bus for what five ten minutes. I've been sitting at home doing my part to save the world from coronavirus. Man. Right on, man. <laughs> and uh, uh, you could win that fight. Just just poke out the other eye. All right? <laughs> you guys are merciless. I appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Take care, man. <laughs> Take care, Robert, and the rest of you guys. I'm sorry, we got to end it. But we'll catch you in church with Jesse Lee Peterson in less than one hour. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church and Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel and Bond Rebuilding the Man Facebook page. Thanks, guys. Take care.